Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another fair game. Wait, what's the name of it, Mike? Scientology fair game. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm tired. That's funny. That's funny. I am okay. tired. That's okay. I get it. How you are you? Start all over again. Okay. I'm just. I'm just fine. What is it? Scientology. Fair Scientology game? fair game podcast. <laughs> all right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to another. Scientology Fair Game Podcast. Mikey. Lily, nice to see you. <laughs> and nice you, to be with you. And you, sir. And yes. we have a guest. Another a special one of our, guest. Yes, one of our uh, OGs. Yes. As absolutely. we like to call him. Yes. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Augustine. Hello. Hello, Leah. And Mike, how are you? Good. Hi, Jeff. Hey, We're Jeff. real good. Let me Mike. let me just say right yeah, at the outset, on. Jeffrey. Um a couple of things. One, you have a fabulous website called Scientology Money Project, and I will have the link to it on my blog and also on the uh, Fair Game podcast uh, site. Uh, it that your site actually uh, says right at the top of it a dedicated news site investigating Scientology money crime, lies, and legal matters, and that it does. You also have a podcast, Surviving Scientology Radio, and I'll have the link to that. You've been a long-term friend and someone we often turn to to dig up information for us or find documents or people or information, and uh, a lot of behind-the-scenes work has gone into both the Aftermath show and this podcast. And as Leah says, you're one of the OGs. You're one of the people who is always there to help us when we need it. And uh, we appreciate it tremendously. And I just want all our listeners to know that that you're one of the people that makes this podcast possible. So thank you and welcome. Well, thank you, Mike. That was very kind of you. I um, uh, appreciate it. And you and Leah... Uh, being out in front, you often take a lot of spears in the back. So, you know, you have a tribe behind you. This what what we're doing. Uh, all of us in our own ways are are you know fighting this uh, hellacious, vicious cult of Scientology. Mm-hmm. And I've been I started back in uh, 2005 on Xenu.net as a critic. So I've been around a long time, and um, it's an it's an interesting it's interesting to watch the long term attrition of the church that's happened over the internet and through television, through documentaries, books. It's been very fascinating to watch former members and critics, what it takes to, to take on this monster. It's quite something. It is. And, and, and listen, I always um, kind of fight against the word critic because I don't, I don't like to be defined as an anti-Scientologist or, or a critic of Scientology. I'm a critic of abuse. I'm a critic of, of criminal activity. Um, and, uh, and a truth know, teller. Yes. And we, and we're, and we do, we have the truth on our side, which is why, you know, uh, I welcome any lawsuit that, that, that Scientology wants to, to, wage against me because I, I, I feel comforted in that there's nothing that we talk about that we expose because listen, if that were true, Scientology would have sued the shit out of us a long time ago. Sure would have. 
And also, I should mention that Jeffrey Augustine and his wife, Karen de la Clarier, uh, have been longtime recipients of a fair game of science. Oh, yes. Uh, it goes time. on today. It goes on today. Now, but now, Jeffrey, um, uh, like Mike said, you've been you've been uh, your website has opened up to to many categories. And, and recently uh, you've been tracking the goings on with with a lot of science. Scientology has been being exposed uh, individual members uh, for their criminal activities, which you know I'm really happy to see start to happen. I yes. don't know if you want to start to talk about that with, um, for example, uh, GP, G, what is it? GBP. Oh, Thank you. Uh, GPB capital. And, who, and, yep. and this is a Scientology owned company. Uh, David, uh, Gentile. Uh, yeah. David Gentile. Now who is he? So explain who he okay. is. Well, by way of background, uh, yeah. Leah, you know, the, um, the church of Scientology sends out a lot of, mail all the time always yeah. right and that's why we tell people by the way never put your name on a mailing list when you do that personality test you will just never get off of it well save 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 a rainforest yeah, but see, so for a, but so a researcher and investigator like me that's just pure gold no yeah and, i'm talking uh, about the innocence uh, <laughs> i'm talking about the innocence yeah. The people, yeah, you know, on college campuses, the people walking on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll get tons of it. Well, yeah. years ago, uh, 2012, 2013, don't hold me to the exact year, but I was looking through one of their magazines. And uh, so I see this this new award winner I hadn't seen, new face. I have a good, I have a really good mind for names, faces, details. Um, uh, so I see this uh guy getting a trophy uh, with his wife and his name's David Gentile. Mm -hmm. I think, oh man, because, uh, you know, David, David Miscavige, the leader of the church, his sister, Denise Gentile, mm -hmm. right? Uh, she used to be Denise Licardi, then it was Denise Gentile. I thought, wow, I wonder if there's a relationship, which is what everybody thinks. Yeah. So I do some research and I find out there's no relationship between Denise Gentile and David Gentile, the owner of GPB Capital Holdings. So I do some Google research. Mm -hmm. And this guy owns a private equities firm in New York City. And I'm thinking, oh, this is interesting. So I created a Google alert. I start following it because anytime you see Scientologists with a lot of money, it's it's always interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, he, his company starts growing. He starts raising a lot of money. He's buying car dealerships. Mm -hmm. And then he moves into waste management in New York City, which is uh, always a marker of potential organized crime activity. And then the lawsuits start against him from uh, securities law firms. And that happens over a period of a couple of years. Then the law firms begin to uh, accelerate against him from, mm -hmm. uh, from investors who've been burned or lost money. And then he gets in trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Then, and, and this is a question I want to ask Mike Rinder. Okay, so uh, December 2019 rolls around, and this guy has just been sued, and uh, the information is out there, and I'm blogging it, you know, because it's an interesting developing news story, and I can analyze the financials and the private equities, and it looks like a Ponzi scheme to me. No one's using that word. I'm using it, and there's a lawsuit where a, a guy uses it against uh, 
Patrick Debris uses against David Gentile. So fast forward Mm -hmm. to February, February 2019, the FBI raids the office, the New York City headquarters of GPB Capital Holdings, and they also raid the headquarters of his um, New York City waste management component, Five Star Carding. He gets raided by the FBI. They take everything. Mm -hmm. And then his uh, chief compliance officer is arrested. And uh, so my question for Mike at that point, ever, you know, this is a big story because an FBI raid, it's a pretty big raid. And I know mm-hmm. they got everything, all the computers, all the files, all the phones. And uh, they could, they tried to spin it. What was funny, Leah, you know, um, in, the, in the world of PR, they tried to spin it as they had um, the FBI show up, you know, uh, um, show up and uh, they fully cooperated. It was an, it was an unsolicited visit. They used some <laughs> wiggle word for an FBI search warrant. Uh-huh. And uh, now, you know, it's very serious. Once the FBI shows up, it's not to have coffee. You know, it's not to say, hey, uh, David Gentile, while we're here, can we uh, take all your computers and files? You know, we drop by. We're in the neighborhood. Yeah. So, Mike, my, my question, I always wanted to know, Office of Special Affairs gets a phone call. Hey, we've been raided by the FBI. What happens on the on the Scientology end of things? Um, you're gosh. sitting in that you're sitting in that big I, chair. What happens inside? I always wanted to know. Well, you know, it's funny that never happened when I was around. But I <laughs> think that what what would occur the first thing that would happen is, okay, who are all the people involved in this? What Scientologists are involved in this company? What is David Gentile? What is he? Pull everything that he has ever said about Scientology, every promo piece he's ever been in, everywhere he has been, all his family members, his PC folders, dig up everything immediately to find out what our potential liability and connection is. Because that's the first concern always for Scientology. I mean, they will throw him under the bus instantly if that's what's required in order to defend or protect Scientology. So the first thing would be to find out what's our exposure. How much money has he given us? How much of his ill-gotten gains have we received? And did it go to the IES? Did it go for services? What? Where did the money go? All of that stuff would be a pretty frantic, you know, information collecting exercise from the minute that phone call comes in. And subsequent to that, it sort of depends on what now is discovered. Like, I do remember uh, Reed Slatkin, uh, you know, one of the the all-time great Ponzi scheme people who was a Scientologist in Santa Barbara, and I I was in the Office of Special Affairs at that time, and I had an inkling that there was something up with him because I'd gotten reports from a few people about how they were unable to get their money from him. And so I started trying to get this guy to come in to find out what was going on. And he would not. He refused. Nope, he would not. I I set up meetings with him. I tried everything to find out what was really going on. And by that time, he was in full 
flight mode of trying to cover his ass and was very afraid of telling anybody like me what he was really up to. So I think that probably uh, we will see ultimately Scientology attempt to distance themselves from anything relating to GBP capital, the Scientologists that are involved in that, or David Gentile. Now, was he a big donor in Scientology? Like, was he a big wig in Scientology? Gentile? Yeah. Uh, Lee, I'm I'm unable to determine just how much he's given, but let me move some chess pieces across the board to make this interesting. Reed Slacken's Ponzi scheme was $600 million in the 1990s. Right. Yeah. And at, at that time, that was the biggest Ponzi scheme in American history until Bernie Madoff blew everyone away mm-hmm. and a couple other people. But here's what's going on, Mike, in terms of what, what Osa would be looking at. And Mike and Leah, this will, will add some interesting context, okay? This is why the story is so interesting. There's several former Sea Org members that David Gentile hired in, mm-hmm. in executive positions. Hmm. There is at the at the root of GPB capital is mob money from the Russian mob organized crime. That's not in dispute. From uh, Michael Cherney's the leader of the Ismailovskaya uh, crime family in Russia. He's actually Ukrainian. And his daughters put in seed money. So there's some money from organized crime. Several former Sea Org members are, are working for the company. There is a former very high-ranking OT who's been around a long time named Manuel Viana, who is working for the company. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's interesting is the company has purchased, uh, according to the, the court records, the company purchased the GPB capital took in $1.8 billion from mm-hmm. 17,000 investors. So you're talking a lot of money, $1.8 billion. They purchased 242 companies, a lot of car dealerships in the Northeast that have been associated with money laundering, all kinds of scamming. And I'm not saying they've done that yet. We don't know all the facts yet. So you have a lot of CERG members, $1.8 billion, and they purchased a lot of companies in Clearwater from Scientologists. Mm. So Mike, you have a, this is, Mike and Leah, this is a big box of fireworks. So we've got Russian mobsters. We have an, uh, a Cosa Nostra connection in New York City. We have Scientologists. And I don't know how many, there's a, probably at least a dozen that I have found. And we have, we have connections down in Cayman Islands. Brazil. But what does this what does this all mean though really well, for well, Scientology and for our listeners because you know this this type of thing happens every day right like I was I was I was writing a chapter the other day for my book and I, I I'm kind of I'm going over times when I was you know what you read and what you what Scientologists or what what is actually expected of Scientologists are two different things right People who, who don't learn about abuse don't know that it's wrong, don't know that it's wrong to receive it. And and yet they profess to be an organization that people should be respecting. Should I mean, I, f- fill in the blanks, Mike. It's just, or, or Jeffrey, it's, it's, when I see this, I mean, for me, it's more, I guess uh, I'm outraged by these things only because I grew up in such a uh, supposed strict environment, you know, giving up my transgressions about things that were nothing, Mike, nothing in comparison in comparison to what Sea Org members were doing every day. Right. 
probably the strangest and worst irony of this, Leah, mm-hmm. is that these people like uh, David Gentili, and there is a, str- a host of others that have yeah. recently come to light too, are supporting Scientology with their ill-gotten gains, and Scientology right. is using that money to seek to destroy people who are telling the truth about them. Right. When they are out there proclaiming that they're the most ethical organization <laughs> on earth, that they that Scientologists are the most ethical people on earth. Right. And you know, they they come back sometimes with this, well, you know, we got rid of this person. Well, they said that they about always, you. They oh, said yeah, that they about me. They said that about Marty Rathbun, but then they took him back. Yeah, well, they, they they get rid of these people, quote unquote, because they can't live up to the high ethical standards of Scientology. But they didn't get rid of David Gentili. They haven't gotten rid of Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. They didn't get rid of Dennis Nobby. They didn't get rid of Jay Spina, Robert Lotta, Brent Jones, the Feshbacks, Reed Slatkin. None of those right. have ever, until... The shit really hits the fan and there is no wiggle room left. That's when they then come back and say, oh, he didn't live up to our ethical standards. So we kicked him out. We took his money. We took his money. We took his money. We're not giving it back. We took all his money. We're not giving any of it back. But eventually we kicked him out after you guys (laughs) nailed him. Right. (laughs) That's the story. Yes. Over and over again. That's the point I'm making, Lee, and I'm I'm coming back around. Well, this isn't only an hour-long podcast, Jeff, so you better get to the point. Okay, I've often (laughs) said that the Church of Scientology is a transnational criminal syndicate, and that's the point I wanted to make. They are a transnational criminal syndicate operating, masquerading as a religion. And 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 all the evidence is there, Leah, that they are a criminal in nature, well, they could be. They, they could be. They could be a religion all day, all night. The problem I have with it now is that it's a tax exempt organization. It should just continue to operate as it has been, which is a business. Exactly. Exactly. No argument there, and that's one of the reason I created my blog to show that the criminal, the innate criminal behavior of the Church of Scientology that exists to accumulate wealth and it hides behind First Amendment religious protections. Yes. The IRS will not do anything at all. That's why my view is if you look at the inherent criminality that's allowed to exist, that's a better way to take the, the church down to cost of its tax exemption is to show the criminal behavior of its membership, what it's hiding. Here's, here's something that's mind-blowing. There's a, when Scientology operates outside the U.S., you want to look for the word Dianetics. Mm-hmm. They're operating in Pakistan. Leah, there's no way an American religious group would be allowed to operate in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. They're operating in Syria, Cyprus. I could take all the money laundering capitals of the world, sunny, the sunny places for shady people and show that there's Dianetic centers there or Scientology. They have way too much Scientology in Colombia. They have a Dianetic center in Medellin, which is run by drug cartels. So that's the kind of research I do, Leah. I, I'm yeah. with you 100% that they need to lose their tax exemption because they're not truly a religion. Uh, the religious stuff, the auditing is just the front end. Right. It's like, well, it's they, like- they need to lose <clears throat> their tax exemption because they are truly a business. Right. It's not, exactly. it, that's the other, it's actually the other side of that equation, 
Jeff. It's not that they're not a religion. That's debatable. One way or the other, yeah. you can debate that until the end of the time. What you can't debate is that they are operated as a business. So they need to lose their tax exemption because oh, they are a business and For businesses yeah. are not entitled to tax exempt status. Period. Oh, I agree with you. They, they, oper they operate exactly as a business. That's why I've showed how you sign the contracts when you get in. But make, what makes it worse, if they were a business, which they are a business, then we're, they we're dealing with a business. But we're also dealing with a business that allows a lot of criminal activity in its midst, which gets into racketeering, which which gets of into course. a lot of things. So <clears throat> is it a business or, 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 you know, people have made the argument that they should come under RICO, under racketeering. And I think I'm looking at the racketeering elements where there's conspiracy within the church to engage in organized criminality. So I think they're a business, but a criminal business. Well, we listen, we welcome, we could talk all day, all night about what we think, but it's really the people out there who are listening who need to let their uncle know who works in the FBI or the Department of Justice or the IRS or mm, take a look at the blogs, take a look at the information available. And together, maybe we could do something. But all we could do is put the information out there and in hopes that somebody starts listening or somebody starts looking and right. goes, huh, that's an angle that I could maybe do something about. Um, let's let's move on right. to let's move on to what's been in the news. Uh, we have um, Danny Masterson in the news. Jeff, did you want to talk about that? Uh, well, I'm very, I'm very much interested, in, and, and I'm going to be doing court reporting uh, next May during the preliminary criminal trial. Mm -hmm. And I really, uh, Lee, I think you're responsible for him getting in, indicted, rightfully so. The well, I don't know about that. Well, no, I, I think I, I, I think yeah, he's responsible yeah. for him for, getting yeah. indicted. Exactly. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, then yeah. let me rephrase it, Leah. You brought a lot of much needed attention to. Well, you listen. A this lot is of much needed att attention Jeff, to that Jeff, case. Yeah. Jeff, what we did was yeah. we were contacted by uh, victims of Scientology and Scientologists who were getting nowhere with the LAPD Hollywood Division, who, if you know our stories, if you watch The Aftermath or listen to this podcast or went to Jeff's blog or Mike's blog, know that some, some officers and the captain, Polka, who uh, has recently left the Hollywood division, uh, was very friendly with Scientology there, uh, Celebrity Center to be exact in Hollywood. Uh, very friendly, went to their events. Uh, LAPD were very buddy, buddy with the security guys there. They use Scientology's cameras because if you're, you know, miles and miles away from a Scientology, somehow they have cameras on you on the freeway. Um and so they even had a kiosk. Was it, who who reported on that? Was it you guys? Was it uh, Tony Ortega? Well, it was American Atheists, and I reported on it, and Tony oh, okay. reported on it as well. And Captain yeah. Polka did that on his own authority. I right. called LA, I, I, I called LAPD. I know a lot about LAPD. I used to sell them; they were a client. I did a lot of electronics with them. And uh, there's a construction component, and Captain Polka did not go through the proper channels to install that. Uh, right. and, no shit. Yeah. And the and yeah. American atheists sued. <laughs> yeah, they they actually sued him. And what was uh, appalling to me is Captain Polka didn't even get a disciplinary note in his file, as far as I know. Nope. 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 So anyway, so uh, getting nowhere. Uh, this is uh, Jane Doe, 
this is in the uh, public records, uh, filed a police report in 2004, and I should just let everybody know, uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't let everybody know because I'd like the defense to continue to make complete fucking asses of themselves. Um, did it, didn't know anybody, uh, in this case in 2004, I was a Scientologist, dedicated, loyal Scientologist. So was I. At the time. Were you, Mike? Yes. And you so make, that was just a little side note. Yeah. No, you, you make an outstanding point. There's several stories I'm I will not publish yet. There right. is a grand jury investigation that I do not want to jeopardize. Right. I because don't you make- have, because you because Jeff, your heart's in the right place. Our hearts are hopefully will remain in the right place. That we never do things because w- without our why, our why is because we want to help people to avoid this kind of pain. We want something to be done about this criminal organization. And if that means not airing something, not posting something, not doing a story on something, Jeff, it's just the right thing to do. I mean, I don't, anyway, I, maybe that's- Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, there's reasons you want, I have people come forward to me, you know, I have sources that come forward when I post stuff, and I protect people, yeah. and you protect people, but you want you want justice for the victims. That's why I created the blog. We do. People don't realize how thankless this work can be to seek justice. Yeah. And you know, you get the hate pages, you get the fair game, you get you get all the stuff that goes with it. But you keep doing it because this has to stop. This this malicious organization has to be brought down. Um, I just did a story, for example, um, you know, David Miscavige's medal, he won, he was given by the uh, Colombian general. Oh, yes. For saving humanity. Yes. For saving humanity from violence, (laughs) crimes, drugs. Well, I watched things and the Colombian police general, uh, Carlos Romero Mina Bravo, was being criminally charged down in Colombia. And that medal was wholly unauthorized. Right. So I think one thing I do is to show the church's innate dishonest conduct. Like that medal was ridiculous. And right. it created a it created a nightmare in Colombia. They there was outrage, unbelievable outrage that he got that medal. So if I can help people tell their stories like you, yeah, especially the ones that involve criminality and financial, you know, uh financial wrongdoing, theft. Yeah. Um then at the end of the day, we're doing the right thing. And 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 part of it, you guys not broadcasting that episode shows that you do want justice. You don't want to jeopardize legal process. Right. We play, we play by the book. Mm-hmm. So part of what we do is when Scientology is making a mistake or a defense attorney, you don't get in their way. Right. Right. I, well, I, I, the stories are are one thing, but that someone does something about it. Uh, and where Scientology is concerned, I, really, I, I, you know, I've already mentioned because to some people, they'd be like, well, this happens every day. What does it have to do with Scientology? I mean, it is this this kind of activity is thoroughly justified, like Mike said, until it doesn't serve them. That's that's well said. And, and I would add to that. Sometimes the wheels of justice turn slowly. No shit. It, it in this case, a, no. All the time. All the time. <laughs> well, uh, 
Yeah. Well, here's here's the point. In the David Gentile story, mm-hmm. the FBI raided 2019, then nothing happened. Right. It went into a big black hole. But two years later, David Gentile is arrested by the FBI on five felonies, along with his two criminal cohorts. And he's right. gonna, he's he's looking at 20 years and they they have him. They have him. But again, what does it mean for Scientology, right? They well, walk away. So now here's this poor guy running around life, right? This David Gentile thinking, my church knows everything that I'm doing. I'm contributing to the church. I'm paying for my Scientology services. Everything is hunky-dory. And this guy is going to go to prison. And yet, you know, Scientologists go, well, we knew, like Mike said, we knew nothing about it. Now that, now that he's been ex- exposed now, we're glad to be rid of him. We've expelled him. <laughs> I think this, the GPB capital story will be more complex. I think there will be more arrests and I can't comment further beyond that. Fine. Other let's than, mo- let's move on yep. to this big, okay. the big chiropractor in Miami who ripped off millions. And when his bell was wrong. He had a heart attack. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm just reading off this page. Let's yeah. So let's talk about this guy, Dennis. Uh, Dennis was a big contributor in Scientology. He was a chiropractor in Miami. Big Scientologist, yeah. big donor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Dennis Navi, chiropractor. Uh, again, he's running. He, he, was one of the, he was one of the big names in Miami to raise mm-hmm. funds for both the International Association of Scientologists and the Miami Ideal Org. Okay. Like, and gave a ton of money himself. Right. And that money that he gave, he was ripping off. And he got caught. Mm-hmm. He got charged. He was put out on bail. And then he did something, I think, to, to violate the conditions of his bail. And the judge ordered that his bail be revoked and he mm-hmm. go to prison pending the charges and trial. And the minute or some minutes after he got that phone call, he had a heart attack and died. And of course, again, Leah, as has happened numerous times, these people that get caught doing this stuff who have defrauded Medicaid, who've defrauded Mm -hmm. insurance companies, there's a whole bunch of them. It's not just these recent ones that we're talking about. There's a whole bunch of them over history. Sure. uh, Knocking on people, like all these people, they've given shitloads of money to Scientology, and Scientology never gives it back. Right. They never say, oops, this is ill-gotten gains. Mm -hmm. We are out exchange. Right, right. Now- If you remember in the IRS exemption documents, there is a document in there where Scientology went to great lengths to explain to the IRS Mm -hmm. how they always happily return money to people based on the Hubbard principle of exchange. And that if you're out exchange, then it's spiritually damaging. So if someone has given us money and you know, they were dissatisfied. We always give it back because it's a, it's the right thing to do, but B we would be out exchange to take their money. If we haven't given them anything for it. Ha. Yeah. What happens to the principle of exchange when they've collected millions of dollars from Dennis Nobby, who ripped off all sorts of, I, I think it was insurance companies and medical insurance. Right. As well as clients. None of that went back, I'm right. sure. 
The yeah. same with Jay Spina. Jay Spina, this this big chiropractor, he was one of the big. I mean, he's in the the IS magazines, getting big trophies from Miscavige and mm -hmm. being presented OT awards on board the Free Winds as like a, a perfect example of how a Scientologist should act and operate. Mm -hmm. The judge, in, when he was sentencing him to nine years in federal prison, said that he was disgusted by his behavior disgusted it was despicable i can't even remember the exact words i mean the these scams and these scam artists and i i just want to also make the point that a lot of the scam artists in scientology mm -hmm. scam fellow scientologists oh totally and it's totally okay and the and the reason they do yes, is because yes. they they believe that we're the most ethical people on the on on earth. So if if somebody's got an investment scheme over here and he's a Scientologist, well, obviously it's going to be good because he's a Scientologist. He's a Scientologist, <laughs> Mike and Jeff. I mean, listen, I've had. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you know, I had a friend from childhood who is a you know family we considered family, right? Worked for me, and you know, like. The worst people to work for you are Scientologists, just the work because they are entitled and they 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 often have to leave to go to to, to Florida if they're on the higher levels of Scientology, just kind of right. have to accept <laughs> it. They expect pay during all that time. But uh, you know, people who've made videos about me, I, I I was searching through some emails the other day and I was like, wow. So so I hire one of my friends, right? Who who I didn't want to hire because she had she literally didn't finish high school. She, but I got bullied into hiring her as my assistant. Right? She upset yep. every single person that she ever talked to in the business. They would say, "Who the fuck is this girl? Who does she think she works for? Like a fucking sorty prince?" The way she, t like, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on her lines. I'm not gonna bother her with that. Right? This person upset, every, including me and and this household. But when she, so my lawyer at the time, who wasn't a Scientologist said, I don't think you should pay this person this money because she, she doesn't have the resume for it. Like, I don't, I don't know who this person is. Why would you? And of, and of course, that person was an enemy to her, and I should think about firing him, blah, blah, blah. Cut to, uh, I, had to I had to let her go because she was upsetting everybody in this house. And um, of course, she went after me for money within Scientology, right? And, and right. Scientology believes that they have the technology. And just because she was Scientologist, they said she should she just give her the money. Just give, just give her the right. money. Right. Because it's just the you upset her. And, you know, for that upset, you should pay her five hundred thousand dollars. This is on top of paying for her husband's upper levels for gifts that they asked me for paying for back car payments for that. Like. And these are people making videos about me. The same with. Joel Stevens, Scientology manager, took me to a Scientology. What what are they called, Mike? Uh, at Wise, when you sit with a oh person, arbitration, I guess mediation, not a uh, Wise mediation. mediation. I couldn't have a lawyer there. And again, the guy took me for like eight hundred thousand dollars just simply because he was <laughs> higher on the bridge than me. He was higher in Scientology right. than me. And so this is the way Scientology works. They have. No technology about fairness. They they don't care. They just if we got the money, if it benefited us, 
because all of this money that I was paying went to Scientology. Right? Yep. That's all yep. they care about. Okay, you got Robert uh, Lauder. He, he, he was uh, he was indicted last November on four million dollars securities fraud. You got Brent Jones. What is what is this? The scam in Nevada. What was this about, Jeffrey? <laughs> oh, that's oh. that's real water. Uh, uh, Brent Jones was selling real water, which had added uh, molecules of something. You know, uh. um, it, it was it was just a marketing gimmick. You you can't change the molecular nature of water. Nevertheless, he had uh, contaminated water. People suffered acute uh, liver damage. Wow. Some people needed liver transplants. Now, Brent Jones is down in Panama with his wife. He's been down there for a while. Uh-huh. And Why? Uh, escaping the law? Uh, I think he had reasons to want to be down in Panama. I can't okay. comment on. It's convenient okay. for him to be outside the U.S. Okay. And there was a – look, I dealt with the FDA for a long time in my career. I know how strict mm-hmm. they are. But really, our point is, is that well, he's another Scientologist giving money to Scientology, which they're freely taking. And one thing, there's been several CEOs who've sold contaminated products who've had criminal charges filed against them. Great. Let's get to the next ones. <laughs> next, on the, <laughs> next on the crime watch is the upcoming trial of uh, Riza Islam and his mother, Hanan Islam, and their uh-huh. two siblings for the $3.8 million Medi-Cal fraud. That begins May 2021. Now, this is going to be an interesting trial because, again, there was, there was a raid. This is Alfredi Johnson's old World Literacy Crusade. Mm-hmm. They were running uh, uh, Narconon, you know, uh, basically the purification rundown fraud, and they mm-hmm. were charged with $3.8 million. Mm-hmm. So that trial is going to be very interesting because Riza Islam has belongs to the Nation of Islam component of the Church of Scientology. Mm-hmm. And he's arguing that he's being uh, persecuted because he's speaking the truth about vaccines, et et cetera. But these crimes go way back to when he was in the Church of Scientology and still is. Right. So so that's one of the other things that's coming up. Matt Feshbach, he and and his wife owe the IRS $3.8 million in back taxes. Mm -hmm. You know, that guy for a lot of years when when he was broke was putting on prosperity seminars. Uh, Dennis Nobby, the late <laughs> chiropractor, was putting on prosperity seminars when he was ripping off Medicare. And he was he also got in trouble uh, before his death for taking uh, PPP money for COVID mm-hmm. relief. And so so did Scientology, by the way. Well, even the Los Feliz mission, <laughs> I did a story. The Los Feliz yeah. mission was boarded up, has been boarded up for a long time. Mm-hmm. It has no staff. I mean, everyone was off because it was boarded up. You can't really, you know, go into a boarded up building. They took PPP money. It's right. almost like they live to like, where can we get money? How can we rip off people? Well, it's good that people become aware that it exists by listening yeah. to this, but I yeah. don't want you to think that that you're getting the full story from our shorthand Agreed. descriptions and Leah and my dummy, dummy comments about it. You exactly. know, like, yeah, yeah, we took, is, it, we I took it. I took it. I took it street. I took it street. I took it street. I am PMSing. I am PMSing, everybody. I am about but, to say that. But, but Put that but, on your calendars. One other thing I want to cover, Mike and Leah, Doug Doring, owner of ABC Mouse, Age of Learning. Oh, that's another one. Yes. He was just fined $10 million by the Federal Trade Commission for illegal marketing and billing practices. He was mm-hmm. running what's called a roach motel. You know, the old mm-hmm. roach motels, roaches go in, but don't come out, right? Yes, we yeah. lived in them when we were in the Sea Org. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I lived in a few in college. Um, 
And uh, don't compare it to college, Jeff. You were getting an education. No, but I'm saying I lived in, in uh, places where I needed to buy Roach Motels. Oh, okay. okay Go ahead. So Go ahead. I was I was a poor boy. Um, I did get an education though. Um, right. So Doug Doring, a Roach Motel in modern internet parlance is where credit cards go in and they don't come out. Yep. So D Doug Doring, who I'm looking at here on my blog with his, you know, $10 million glorified IES bowling trophy yeah. with his wife, Lori, uh, he was running a thing on his website where if you put your credit card in, you weren't going to get it out. There was no way you could cancel it. It, made, it was impossible to cancel, you know, your membership or get your money back. And Mike, this, Mike Lee, this was so bad. When the Federal Trade Commission said, we're fining you $10 million, he rolled over and paid because the next thing if he fought was going to be criminal charges. So right, he was right. playing right up to the edge in this deceptive <clears throat> refund repayment scheme. Mm -hmm. He signed and wrote the check. Right. And, and he, right. He, he dodged a bullet by writing that check. There's times these criminals, they will just... And I got to tell you, the federal, uh, the federal uh, trade commission commissioner Rohit Chopper just ripped him a new one. It was merciless. If you want to go to my blog and put in ABC Mouse, you can read what Great. the commissioners. Uh, and so, the federal trade commission got it right about this guy. Mm -hmm. the Scientologists, as as the ones who are running con are, you know, running cons and things, they will be caught. They will be persecuted or prosecuted. Some of them. In yeah. the, and in the case of GPB Capital, M. Danny Masterson, it appears to be leading right into the church. They're not going to get out of it. They are, well, they're they avoiding are implicated. It. Well, they're trying to avoid it at all costs because they, they, they it was reported uh, by the victims when these uh, rapes occurred. And it is all in Scientology's files. It's it's all there. Scientology knew about it then. They know about it now. But they are trying to avoid their names being mentioned at all costs. And that's why yep. we have to keep up the pressure, the attention, the yeah. coverage on the church, because something is going to get them. And yep. and I tell people, I go back to 1990. Look, I, yeah, I, it's, I'm called, it's called the truth. The truth is. is going to get them eventually. Oh, the yeah, truth go is going <laughs> to get them. Yeah. And, and, and I remind people, I'm, I'm a boomer. You know, I was born in 1957 and I grew mm -hmm. up with, a, you know, 20,000 Soviet warheads pointing at us. And every fourth Friday of the month, the air raid sirens would go on and we had to do duck and cover drills until I was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with nuclear Armageddon and the Soviet Union. 1991, the Soviet Union collapsed in a matter of a week, basically. Right. Right. You know, this this big. So I'm I'm a believer in that, and I've said it for a long time since my Zenu.net days. My prediction is that the end of the Church of Scientology will be a surprise, sudden, yeah. asymmetrical, come out of nowhere, and they won't see it. It will be fast, swift, and sudden. From your lips to God's ears, honestly. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Jeff, and I, also, ho I hope it uh, happens b before this airs. <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Thank, and, thanks and, so and, much, Jeff. Yeah, this is, Jeff, this is, thank you. This and such a wealth of, of information for people who are interested in the subject. 
to go and now dig in more. And in particular, if you are listening, just like Leah said in the middle, and you have a father, a brother, a husband, a wife, a son, a daughter, someone you know that is in a position of, exactly, in a position of authority to be able to do something about this, please get them the information that they need, that they can use to take action. And a lot of that information is contained on Jeffrey's website. It's uh, when, when you're talking about the subjects of Scientology, legal, yes, financial mm-hmm. and criminal activities, that's the place to go. Agreed. It is all there. And, and, and like Mike said, you know, we speak passionately about these things. We have done a television show and it's really, we're telling these stories from the heart, from the heart of, of the victims of Scientology. But like Mike said, there's uh, what Jeff does is he lays it out in a way that you could actually do something. I mean, yes, we, we wanted people to watch the show and go, Oh my God, this is really affecting good people. And this is somebody should look into this, but they don't quite know, you know, you, you just can't show your brother in the FBI or your sister in the FBI, you know, a show that's, you know, you have a mom crying. It, it's unfortunate. You feel bad, but it's not, it's not, it can't actually, you can't present that to the IRS and say, this is a right. business. They can be a religion all day, all night, but this is a business. Here's the proof. It's on Mike's blog. It's on Jeffrey's blog. It's on Tony Ortega's blog. But if I had to say to go to one place that's extensive because Jeff is, he really does know his shit. Uh, he is probably one of the rare ones uh, out of us uh, who spent Scientology, uh, our lives in Scientology without an education. Jeff is the rare ones who has an education. But Mike, you, you are, you too are very different in that way, where you know you've done so much legal for Scientology that you're self-taught. <laughs> so, um, and and you lay it out too. Well, you don't give up. You just keep doing it. Keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they repeat the lie, and and it was you know. I dug in and fought for Mike Rinder because, and you, yes, because true. we're all, Thank you know, you. we're all in this together, Leah. Yes. Yes. You know, we're all in this together. We each have our own particular talents. We do. Yes. Uh, you and Mike have, have Emmys. I don't have one. I have complete Emmy envy. I hope to have one someday. <laughs> someday I'm going to have a story that will get me an Emmy. That's, that's well. like one of, my, one of my dreams, but I'm not okay. doing it for that. I know. So it, it, you know, we have to hit it from the legal front, from the story uh, of the victims, especially victims of. Uh, there's such horrible stories. What happened to my wife's late son, Alexander Jench? Yes, that was the most sadistic thing I've ever seen. So, if you understand that we're all motivated by the by justice, we want to get justice. And to your yep. point, if anyone wants to contact me with information, or I can help a story I can develop. I'm at Jeffrey Augustine at gmail.com. I'm, you know, I'm, I, you can, you can find me on the internet. I'm very accessible. And if Janet Yellen, the new secretary of the treasury is listening, Janet, give me a call. I need to talk <laughs> to you about Scientology. Hey, look, <laughs> one thing I learned in 30 years of sales is don't be afraid to ask for anything because the worst thing that could happen is you could be told no. Exactly. But that one magical yep. yes will open every door. So Absolutely I never right. give up. I will never give up, and I keep and I keep putting it out there. And like I like I said, Liam, Mike, sometimes Scientology hands it to us on a silver platter with their insane, vicious stupidity. Yeah, some of the things yep. they do, 
And, 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 and to go back to David Miscavige's medal, that had to be the most stupid, ill-advised, narcissistic piece of idiocy I've ever seen. And instead of but like the you- problem is, but the problem is with that, like you go, yeah, this is great. It was handed to us on a silver platter. But who's reporting about it other than us, other than you, Tony Ortega, right? Where's L.A. Times? Where's the New York Times? Where's where's other other outlets talking about it? Well, let me tell you why why it matters. You're not always going to. No, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just it's just frustrating when you go. This is is a yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's what happened, Leah. Okay. The free ones used to go down to Cartagena, Colombia regularly. Mm-hmm. And they were safe pointing with the Colombian police and the mm-hmm. Colombian military, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. after Miscavige's stunt, Colombia threw them out. This is Great. why during the pandemic, the free winds has been in Aruba at the dock for over a year, not moving. Mm-hmm. They are not welcome in Colombia. Right. That's a big deal because country by country, and they're under scrutiny in other countries. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is. Not, not every story can be universal. And this is why I have like a, a, my blog is somewhat boutique. It's for propeller heads who like details and not everyone yeah. does, right? Yeah. Your show is very accessible to the masses. That's why it's streaming. You know, my blog is, is, is for, a, you know, I get a lot of lawyers, policymakers. Great. You know, people. Yes. Who, who contact me. So that, that's why we do what we can do. This is yes. why Tony Ortega's blog is so good. Mm-hmm. So you find out what you're you're good at doing and you do that. Yeah. Yep. And um, well, thank you, know, you for it's, doing it's what you do well, well, Jeffrey. We appreciate it. Look, I appreciate your I appreciate your remarks. And we all have we're all in this together. <laughs> we are. You're right. And yep. thank That's you. That's why we a, call you an OG. Yes. Yep, I am. <laughs> and and listen, all right, just to end off, I, I really cannot thank you guys enough for listening and and continuing to support this podcast. You guys are yes. amazing. Thank you for the yeah, love we, that you give we us. We have the best listeners No, the on best. Earth. They are. The best. I, honestly, Mike, that, I think that's why I'm devastated when I read like one nasty thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is not, this is not what I'm used to. <laughs> you will not. Shit on my day. <laughs> because honestly, and it's it's amazing. Like we, we do. We li- we literally have the best. Uh, uh, if they support me, they support you, Mike. If they support you, they support they if, if they support us. They support Jeff. They support Tony. They, you know, you guys are just the best. And I, I, I don't think I say that enough. I mean, I think it yeah. would be uh, maybe every couple of shows I should say that. It's just uh, thank you guys. And thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, Jeffrey, thank you again so much. We adore you, and thank you to all of you. Until next time.